0: Yeah, this is WIDR Kalamazoo. I don't even know what this is called. Just an election uh, hang, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) We have um, all of our WSA candidates here, and uh, you can all introduce yourselves or just everyone on the call. It'd be great.
1: Um, Yeah, I can go ahead and start. Uh, I'm Ruby Eagle. I serve as the Vice President for Rules, Bylaws, and Administration for the WSA. So uh, one of my tasks in my position is to host and promote the elections, hence me being here today.
2: I'll feel free to go ahead and jump in. Uh, My name is Jacoby Wright. Uh, I currently serve as your student body vice president, Um, and I I guess if we're talking about a little bit of our roles, uh, I might need a little bit longer, (laughs) but essentially I'm uh, the point person for the rest of the cabinet, um, and I try to assist them in any way possible, and and try to, you know, be another advocate alongside
3: Taylor uh, for all the student voices uh, to just give it generally. Well, I guess I'll go next. Uh, Hi, everyone. I'm Jesse Mutombo, Um, currently serving as a um, senator for the UF College of Business. Um, uh, My tasks, I'll say, uh, pass bills, represent students and uh, help improve uh, uh, campus, you know. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Thank you.
4: Fantastic. So my name is Alexis Morris. I'm the current Vice President for University Pride with the Western Student Association. Absolutely love what I do I get to connect students and individuals to um, WSA and then just WMU at large and seeing why we really love the institution we go to or in some cases why we don't. <laughs> um, so I absolutely love what I'm doing running for President alongside um, Eric.
5: Yes, my name is Eric Effinger. I currently serve as WSA VP for Finance and Business Relations. I'm in charge of compiling and administering a nearly $100,000 budget every semester, uh, as well as taking all cabinet meeting minutes, creating all their agendas, um, basically, a lot of the clerical work, making sure all our money is transparently tracked. Um, yeah.
0: Taylor, introduce yourself. Even though literally everyone on, if they've listened to wider ones, they know who you are.
6: <laughs> hey, y'all! Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm Taylor, as you know, student body president. Woot woot! Not for much longer, though. So this is an important conversation we're having today about um, candidates running, and voting is just like next week. Is that crazy? How are you guys feeling about that? I knew we're supposed to be doing introductions, but I'm just throwing it to the group.
0: There you go. Yeah, voting's voting's pretty crazy. I would encourage all students to do it, though. I mean, I will have the uh, candidates kind of speak their minds, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm segueing pe- very poorly, but
6: it's <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> uh, kind of an um, ad hoc. You'd expect us to know what we're doing right now, but um, jeez
0: Yeah, no, no. There's there's literally too much going on, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, if if the candidates would like to just kind of a little or ruby you can prompt your question and uh yeah go from there (laughs)
1: all right the one question of the hour what prompted you to run for wsa president or vice president
4: i am motivated to run for president because i just see the opportunities and the privilege that wsa has and you know sometimes we are not the best at promoting it i feel like i'm one of the most equipped people to connect students back to Uh, the WSA their student government I came from outside of student government I was very disconnected from my student government before I was kind of reeled in by Taylor and Jacoby there so I feel like if I can be that voice and that person for everybody else on this campus WSA is going to be a much better place and a much safer place.
5: Yeah I'd have to say I've been serving in WSA now this is my second year I've Gotten to know how the system works. I've written legislation. I think I'm ready for the next challenge, which is to really connect with the students on a more personal level besides just the administrative tasks of running and working with WSA, finding out what student concerns really are, helping to implement them, everything like that. It's really important, and I definitely couldn't do this without somebody like Alexis who has placed her passion and trust into this, and I support her ideals her missions and I think that together we will definitely be able to make Western a better place and w s a exceed what we've already been able to do
2: yeah i'll uh I'll try to jump in and and uh add on to that because uh, I think they're both uh hitting on great things but um i yeah I, I couldn't agree more um that you know, we have a lot more um, that we, a lot more potential um, than we, than we're currently uh, exerting. Uh, So I definitely, you know, that's a key motivator for running uh, because I've seen um, our potential um, expand over um, my three years um, serving the student body. Uh, I was a senator for a little bit and then I became, I had Eric's position handling the 100k. Uh, And then I took the next step uh, to vice president. And I'm ready to take that next step to president because I am am a passionate student leader. Uh, I am a very hardworking individual and I want to put that to work for all of our students because they deserve it. Um, You know, we are a a good university, but we have the potential to be a great university. And we can only do that with help from our students because they're actually going through the ringer. So we have to actually be talking to them, connecting with them, and having the, helping them contribute back. Uh, it's all about giving back. Uh, and you know, that's something that I've really started to understand a lot more. It's not just about giving back dollars, even though the university is gonna love for us to do that. It's about giving back ideas to make this place better, which will inversely lead to more dollars and more students coming, uh, you know, to, and bettering the uh, entire um, United States or the world. Um, so that, that's a little bit about what I'm running. Um, I've done a lot and I'm not ready to be done. Uh, I still have more energy and fire and
3: motivation to lead our students. Well, um, I have to say that I love WSA, you know, um, ever since the, the first time when I started um, being involved with WSA, I liked everything I was doing over here. Um, I liked um, the people with whom I was working, I was um, um, I was surrounded by a group of very, very amazing and uh, um, strong people. You know, one of the best on campus. And uh, with that being said, I had like um, this um, desire, this passion within me. You know, I don't know if it, if it happens with you guys, but like one day, one night, I can just wake up during the night and I'm like, oh, I want to serve the student body. I wanna, I wanna be, I wanna run for vice president. You know, I can't explain this feeling. You know, it's just, it's just a fire within me that, that's, that's just telling me, Jesse, go for it. You got it. You know, just to promote ideas, to promote um, um, the spirit, the Bronco pride, the Bronco spirit. You know, to help for the betterment of our campus.
1: Those were all some super passionate answers. Um, I have another question. What would you say to a student who hasn't heard of WSA before to convince them why they should vote in this election?
2: I guess, well, I guess we can uh, hand off, go back and forth if that works with you guys. I don't want to always keep you guys in the hot seat. (laughs) Um, But I think the, the most important thing is to just emphasize that this election, just like any other, is your right and your privilege to exercise your, you know, your vote. It's, it's, you know, you, you, you want to see changes happen. You have to put your support behind somebody. Uh, so put your support behind the person that most adequately represents your ideals uh, and your interests, and has the, the will with wherewithal to make things happen for you. Um, it can't just be one of those things. It has to be both. Um, so you know, you need to actually take a step back look at both the both the candidates in this case, both the slates and say, what can they do for me? And if that answer is something, then you need to vote.
3: Um, I'll tell him that uh, that's a, first of all, a strong decision. Um, uh, electing someone into um, a powerful office, that's not something that uh, um, anyone can do. So first of all, that's a privilege and a right. And uh, I would tell him that uh, if you don't go and exercise your voting right, um, disasters might happen. You know, well, We've seen in a lot of cases where bad people were put into a position of, uh, um, into powerful position because the population didn't want to vote. So they had to use a little bit of corrupt, corrupted ways to go to vote. By doing so, it will help um, um, everything to be done transparently um, and uh, in a very good and efficient manner. So yeah, thanks.
2: I just uh, he mentioned something that's that made me think of um, something I think you really should vote because the more people that vote the more credit we have as a student government the more we can actually say this is what the students want I think that's something that we definitely need to showcase you know our potential you know if we have a large amount of students that are voting and saying that they you know, I believe in this person to lead for the next year. That is immensely powerful.
5: Yeah, I'll back up everything that uh, the previous two people said, but also, as was posing the original question, for someone who's never heard of WSA, start out with explaining what we are, what we do. If they're not going to vote, if they know, don't know what we're working towards. <laughs> I mean, I don't go and vote in RSO elections that I have no interest in being part of. Why would somebody vote for their student body president and VP if they don't even know what the organization stands for? So really reaching out and saying, hey, this is what we do. This is what we're planning to do. And this is what we've already done. Showing them the track record. I mean, we're celebrating our hundred year anniversary (laughs) and to have that and say, you know, (laughs) have that and say, yeah, we've been around, we've, we've lasted, we've made positive change on campus, and we're going to continue to do so, and then tell them to
4: vote their conscience. Yeah, I guess his closing thoughts on that is that if you're listening to this podcast, or, and you know, you don't know who WSA is, or, you know, I want to apologize to you, because we're not doing our job, and I think that that's why even more you need to vote, is because you need to put passion behind this slate, and trust in this slate, that this is your student government. What is the student government without students? So, um, you know, if you want your voice heard, you want to make sure that you have a say in your student government decisions we're making, the policies that we're passing, can we make sure that we have all student representation? So it's really up to the slates this election season two to do their due diligence and making sure that they're going out to their respective communities, reaching out to those people who, you know, aren't involved in student government at this point, but like, how can we reel them in? Because no matter what uh, the election goes this way, I have full confidence that either slate is really looking forward for the best interests of students, so... Uh, rest assured that if you're feeling weary on where to vote, um, either slate would be a great option for you. Hey, you, yeah, you right there. Did you know that you can be a part of 89.1 WIDER? At, at, uh, area, an, an
5: 89.1
0: WIDER FM. We have mm-hmm.
4: a student-run radio station at Western
5: Michigan University. Along with the Western Herald and Western Herald video, WIDER is part of the WMU Student Media Group and supported in part through a student assessment fee. Learn more about WIDER. Discover how you, yeah, Yeah, you right
0: there. You can join our team. Listen online at WIDRFM.org. And so piggybacking off of those points, I just want a, like, this is, this can be a very elaborate or, like, concise answer, but really, what has WSA done this year? Um, So that, you know, students are understanding of what has happened and then what could happen.
2: Eric, can you please chime in and say that we, you got it, I'm going to let you finish it because that's you, that's all you.
5: LUSA has been extremely proactive this year. We have written more than 15 pieces of legislation, including spending bills. We are hosting a spring 2021 prom this upcoming Saturday in coordination with the Campus Activities Board and the Lee Honors College. We got a sidewalk extension installed by the Valley Dining Center through one of our university bills. I mean, we have done so much to fight for our students and represent to administration. These are our concerns. These are our needs. And they're listening. Um, We've met with dining services, especially a lot this past year. I know I have to talk about meal plan structuring, the VDC parking, things like that, Um, trying to work with different departments and across campus as a whole to unite them in supporting our students.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, like, point blankly, like. We're the mitochondria of campus. Like we are a powerhouse. We've been pumping out so many good pieces of legislation, doing so much good stuff, collaborations. Like it's all there. So, um, if you're looking to get something done, WSA is kind of the place to be. We've been doing it this year. No matter what happens, we'll be doing it next year. We want you on our team. So, if I could put it there, that's that's what it is. We're we're a powerhouse.
2: Hands down, the only thing I remember from biology that mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> So thank you for connecting me back to um, 10th grade Jacobi. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna reverse a little bit because I don't think that Eric put enough emphasis on it. We got a sidewalk built on campus. Just like take a second to just think about that. People that say the student government can't do anything or doesn't do anything, go over to the Valley Dining Center because we built the sidewalk for our students. Uh, and we didn't pay for it either. The university did because we, we said that this pose, poses a safety risk. And you know what they did? They built a sidewalk. It's all about strategic thinking. And I think this year we've been more strategic than ever. Uh, we, you know, we have had that from, you know, Lauren to Taylor, now Taylor to me. Uh, and we've had that continue, continuous uh, leadership. And I think that's allowed us to keep our, um, our strong footing and only advance it. Uh, we've had countless meetings with administrators and actually the, the whole president's cabinet. And I think that's a huge win. That's never happened before. Um, cabinet to cabinet, student government and the university administration. Uh, we're, you know, we're making them listen, uh, not just listen, but hear. Uh, because they they are noticing that we aren't going to let up as easy Uh, and I think that's something we have to keep we have to keep it we have to keep it because there's just no we can't we can't fall backwards if we fall backwards this year they're just gonna they're just gonna keep doing as they've been doing waiting out the clock and we have to make it impossible for them to wait out the clock. Um, other things that we've accomplished this year, we switched to a completely new set of governing documents during a pandemic, during a pandemic. Uh, and I think that's something that we should all be so immensely proud of. Excuse my language, but it was not easy at all. <laughs> uh, we, we almost fell a few times, but we are still here. Uh, and, you know, I think the changes that we made last year were very beneficial are there opportunities for us to advance them more and make them better? Yes. And that's why we're running. Uh, we're not running to change and go back to the other, other system. We're running, I think if I can speak for both slates and say that we're running to, to further develop what we already have in place. And I think that's really what's going to help us succeed in the future.
4: Yeah, and I just had one more thing too, to kind of wrap up the thoughts on what we've done this year. And probably one of the biggest ones in the way you're gonna find out about what we're doing is we're in your inbox every single month. Um, We uh, were able to get the first um, student-led, student-written newsletter out to students. out to all students. And it's fantastic. Like that is something that we were told time and time again wasn't gonna be possible. And guess what, we did it. So like on to the next, let's go. Um, and both slates, I think I can speak for both of us and say like, we're ready to keep the work and keep the momentum going and not slow down, not let up on the gas.
2: Absolutely, couldn't agree more. That's, you know, that's, I guess Taylor, Taylor could probably open and just, you know, say how difficult that was. But yeah, you know, that was one of my top priorities coming into this position. Um, and to see it translate just, you know, makes me uh, super proud of where we've become um, and where we're going.
6: Yeah, I don't have to talk about how proud I am of everybody and we have been through it this year, but um, <laughs> at least we set up the next people to be successful, at least I hope so. That's kind of, you know, the idea of a legacy. But anyways, I'll go ahead with my question. Um, so as someone who has ran a campaign, two successful campaigns, what has this, um you know campaign process been like for you in a virtual setting kind of explain and also I kind of hopped in late but did you all get a chance to explain your platforms um your campaign okay so then then I'll have a two-parter if you each if each slate could explain their platform um and their intention with running um and then also go into <laughs> sorry I was reading just comment then go into um what this virtual campaigning process has been like for you all and any tips and tricks you have for the next people um to do this Perfect.
4: i guess i'll start off uh with the heart of the hot seat so platform first and then the virtual campaign process second Um, really should have been two separate sections i could talk for like 10 minutes but here we go Um, platform uh eric and i are um are running under the name wmu for us and it's really it's simple as it sounds like we are students coming together to make sure that Western is more accessible, inclusive and sustainable for the next generation of Broncos, um, period. Like it's it's expanded more. There's a lot of more fine details in there, but it's like, okay, so we have these resources. Okay, great. But are students able to access these resources? No, not currently. Okay, we have WSA, the biggest body on campus with the most power, the most amount of seats at the table. Why can't we bring up more seats to the table? Um, It's really just pushing the envelope on what WSA has been and seeing where it can go make sure that WMU and WSA are here for us. So um, Eric, if you wanna chime in and talk a little bit more about some of the specificities, but I think that that's the, the scope.
5: Yeah, that's really kind of our, our big thing is making the university more accessible, sustainable and inclusive, especially with WSA as a whole. Um, in terms of how the virtual campaign process has been going, in a way it's almost been nicer we're able to interact with more students, reach out quicker. We don't have to go between buildings to go to meetings and see how students are doing. We can set up a virtual meeting and just hop on and and see what our students are wanting, you know? Attend RSO meetings, talk one-on-one, get perception, and listen to the concerns of the present day students. So in a way, the virtual process has actually been wonderful. Now, am I excited for it to be over? Yes. But it has been beneficial in this particular segment of the school year.
2: Awesome. Uh so I'll jump in and tell a little bit more about my ca- our campaign. So I guess <laughs> I'm just kind of laughing that we're this far into it and we haven't talked about our campaigns yet. Um but um yeah, so Jesse and I um took a unique approach, uh, and I'm I'm really glad we we did that. Uh we had our initial meeting and and we sat down and we were like, what are we really passionate about and what, are, you know, what do we think are important things to uh, carry forward? And, and we came up with uh, communication, community, inclusion and diversity and legacy together. Uh, now, what, what I really like about our process is that we didn't outline a, a, an entire campaign first. We reached out and we got our team assembled. We got more students at the table and included them in that decision-making process so that they can help us adequately. So one, make a better message and two, they can actually advocate it, advocate for it more because they are really passionate about it. They're stakeholders in it. They believe in it more. So I'm super excited that we had the opportunity to do that. Communication and community is just so important. Uh, and I just, I kinda wanna counter a little bit of what Eric said about it being nicer that we're um, virtual. Because in all honesty, I miss the connection. I miss going to RSOs and and feeling the energy and getting people inspired and, you know, actually getting more ideas to make change. I I really miss that. Uh, and, And am I to say that virtual is completely bad? No, but we're missing the connection. And I think that's something that's super, super, super important. I can't stress that enough. And I think that's how we develop as an organization with that connection piece. Um, and hopefully after COVID that you know is, has the ability to be tightened, but we really want to commit to transparency and consistency through outreach, whether that be through the Legacy, through coming to random RSO meetings, through hosting um, Instagram Lives on a regular basis, through sending out the flagpoles. We have to be there for students. We have to show up for students. Uh, and, and Legacy, we well, this is our 100th year anniversary. Uh, we have to prepare for the next 100 years, we have to adequately give and retain uh, the student power uh, and give the students more power and retain the power so that we can better serve them, and which is why, you know, we focus a lot around our, our mission and our vision. Uh, we are here to unify the students and amplify their voices and then provide new opportunities to leave the legacy, not just for us. Vote for them too.
0: The Western Herald, Western Herald video and 89.1 wider FM make up the WMU student media group. We are supported in part through donations. If you would like to donate to the station, please click on the button on our website online at WIDRFM.org.
3: Inclusion and diversity something that uh, for pretty much a decade or even two decades people were only thinking uh when we talk about inclusion and diversity there has to be a black man in the team or there has to be a woman no no, that's not that's not what we wanted we want to take a different approach for us um inclusion and diversity we think of um having people with um a whole bunch of different ideas putting all these ideas um, um together and to try to um Pretty much, see what um, fits and works the best. We all know that um, um, something might work with uh, with uh, um, another university, but for our specific university, we, we need to take a specific, different um, approach. We need to have our own ideas, our own um, uh, uh, our own thing, you know, our own pride. Let's say that. And uh, I was very concerned, I have to say, by, by the fact that. Uh, on the um, leadership or cabinet team, we didn't have um, someone um, who was an uh, American, by that I mean an international student. Um, uh, I was very disappointed with that because, you know, um, someone who comes from another country who has seen a lot of stuff out there, um, he's like um, a cave full of gold, but people don't want to use it because he has so many ideas, he has, seen really a lot he has seen how the world works uh, such as someone like me i've been in all four continents i'm um, not not all four sorry four continents out of seven and if you ask me what um, what other people do over there i'll write a book on that you know and uh yeah that, that was my
4: point today perfect <laughs> yeah i just want to circle back i think it's great that we have the inclusion aspect and we both recognize like both states recognize that that's a really important issue facing wsa right now. I do want to counter a little bit to what Jacoby was saying with virtual spaces versus physical spaces. I think, of course, we all miss a virtual space, right? But um, WSA lacks community this year, but is it because of virtuality? Is it because we're in virtual spaces or is it because there's not intention there? So um, virtual is harder, but it takes a certain and very passionate student leader group to make sure that that community happens, even if we're faced with consequences that are hard. Um, And no blame to what happened this year. It's just like, you know, WSA Sometimes doesn't have that community feeling. It's easy to just log off and say bye and like do our, do our due diligence, pass legislation, et cetera, et cetera. But um, you just have to be really intentional with it um, and making sure that everyone feels included and feels welcome. So come fall, you know, it, I don't think we're going to be in a virtual space or completely virtual space. But, you know, when you come to the polls at next week and kind of see who you want to vote for, like keep that in the back of your mind is like who was um, and what can be.
2: Yeah, I agree with that completely. And I I think, Alexis, um, you know, WC, I think they did a a really good job at that last year uh, when we were in in person, because that was something that Lauren was super passionate about. We had a running list of RSOs that we visited, and every cabinet member was supposed to attend different RSOs every week. Um, So, you know, that's been, I mean, you're right. It has not been impossible uh, right now, but it has been lessened because a lot of student organizations aren't meeting. Um, and also, online meetings are taxing. So it's 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 hard to just go to more and more online meetings. Because if we go to these meetings, we don't want to just go there and sit there and be lethargic and you know just be you know mundane. We want to go with energy. We, we want to go with hopes and aspirations. And we want to go, you know, and and hope that our presence is going to lead to something further, um, not just to be there. Um, you know, just to just to sit there. We want to be there for our students, and we want that to translate into something. Uh, so I, I completely agree. It's not has not been impossible, but it has been more difficult um, and and lessened opportunity uh, due to uh, the pandemic.
0: Those are both great answers. Unless uh, Eric, did you have anything else to add? Or chime I just in have in a
5: a on? question for Jacoby. Would you say that? The same burnout could happen in a physical setting, where if we're attending multiple RSO meetings and such, we might end up looking lethargic either way.
2: Oh, burnout is always possible. Always. <laughs> always, always and always. <laughs> it is always possible. Um, but I, I, speaking at least for myself and for a, a couple of other people that I've talked to, it's, it's way more frequent uh, in a virtual setting. Cause you don't move. You're always in front of the screen. Um, so I think if you can get up and walk around and interact with people, especially for extroverts, you're feeding off that energy from other people. Um, so I think, you know, I think there's a possibility for burnout for more so for introverts, but for extroverts, that's even more potential for connection and, and betterment and growth of WSA.
0: Yeah. WSA hour from Monday literally talked about that um it was Eli and Eli and I was just listening to that and I was like wow I didn't even like really think about it for extroverts because I'm kind of like in the middle somewhere but um I digress so I have a couple questions so the first one uh largest issue you each see with communication between administration and WSA and then how you address that each uh with your platform awesome
2: Alexis is it my turn to go first or is yours okay just wanted to double check um I, I think the biggest thing is uh what we've been focused on all year long wsa transparency um the administration i don't know what it is i don't know if they're scared of losing dollars or or you know if they don't want to get angry phone calls but they're just not transparent and if they say they're transparent they're not as transparent as they should be they're, they're just not Um, because we're paying Thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to attend this university. We are the customer, we're the customer. And this, this whole facility doesn't exist without us. Yes, it doesn't exist without them, but it doesn't exist without us either. And I think that they have to think about that more because we're nothing without our students and we're nothing without them. It's a collaboration. We have to be open and honest for collaboration. And we can't do that, you know, if they're not being transparent. Um, I think a lot of the communications they send out um, are just dramatic. And, and just, they, they write them and they make them long and there's nothing, they don't say anything. They don't say anything. They're trying to say everything without saying anything. And that's, I think that's just terrible. We have to give our students something. Like we don't have to receive these emails with 15 paragraphs from Dr. Montgomery. It takes a two paragraph email to summarize something that happened. If you do that, more students will open and read your emails. But if you continue to send them long emails that contain nothing but big words that students don't know, like pedagogy, it means teaching, by the way. Um, <laughs> if I've learned anything in this position, it's uh, it's big words. Um, <laughs> but if you continue to do that, the students are going to get bored. They're going to be like, they don't want to tell me anything. So why should I actually read it? I, I I think that's the most important thing, just transparency and just better communication. It's It all starts from communication. And that's why... Uh, our campaign is is centered around that, so. Yeah,
3: definitely, Uh, I feel you on that one. Um, uh, I even wanted for um, WSA to start doing what um, the administration is doing, you know, those uh, um, large emails that the the president sends. If WSA through the legacy could send um, the two paragraphs um, email that you were talking about to the students, that would first of all make, uh, um, enlarge the awareness of WSA on campus by students. And also help uh, with communication WSA student uh, but yeah that's what I had to do just to say to what, what you said
2: can I piggyback before he hands off I, I just want to say that's that, that brought up like a, a great idea for me you know if the administration doesn't know what to say or if they're scared um, about saying something they can lean on us we are the voice of the students right lean on us we can help prepare statements. We can help prepare emails, and if you're worried about them being read, lean on us again, and we can send them because they might be, they likely will be received better if they're coming from a student because there's there's perception about administration, whether they like to believe it or not. Um, so I think that's something that you know they should start exploring or be cognizant of. Yeah, notice
4: how they just walked their way into my head. Um, uh, the biggest issue that we face between admin and like the student body is the underutilization of WSA. We are going to be the voice for the students. Let's be the voice for the students. And like, we can be the segue between the two of you. We are more accessible than you are administrators, like straight up, like students want to hear things. Who are they going to listen to? We have a great open rate on the legacy. It's only going to keep going up from here. So like, not that they need to impede on our spaces, but like, okay, like, see what we're doing, right? See how you can do better. Um, And I think that's really where we need to come from and bring it right to the table and be like, we want to help you help us, but you're not giving us the opportunity to do so.
5: And I think one of the best ways that we can do that is by speaking the language of administration. They do not respond well when we say, we want X, Y, Z. We have to come up to them and say, you know, this is a problem. Here's what students are saying. Here's what we propose. Can we work on this? And they might consider it. Um, But saying we demand or we want the X, Y, Z to happen results in them shutting us out. So by coming up to them and saying, hey, we are the voice of the students, we can help you, here's our proposition as to how, they like to be told, or not told, but they like to be given a possibility and have us do some foresight and forethinking to come up with a proposal and we'll work on it together. So working with the administration, not telling them we demand this.
2: Couldn't agree more, Eric, and I think that's why we've been so successful this year. second question
0: after all of that (laughs) um how do you each see your individual backgrounds uh playing into how you lead the campus community
4: perfect I'll start us off since I think Jacoby started us off last time um so I personally feel as though I'm the best person for this position because I'm not quite clouded with the vision of what WSA has been in the past I see where it can go and where uh, it needs to grow and what can be done. I came in, I guess, as like an outsider from CAB and I saw the community that CAB has. I saw the work that CAB could do with so much less drama. Um, you know, and Cab's just one element of what I have seen. Um I've also served in other capacities across campus, a student ambassador in the Office of Admissions for a few years, served um Franco Bash Homecoming intern, like also pretty involved in the Hayworth College of Business with a few different organizations. So taking that background and just understanding that my role is just a role, like it's not necessarily the limiting factor. It's just a position. At the end of the day, like to be the student body president, you need to be meeting with students and how can I keep doing that? So my background, you know, is just very versatile, but I think that comes to the advantage when we're talking about who can be the best voice for the students, someone that's not siloed into you know, Robert's Rules or someone that's not really siloed into this is the way that WSA has done things in the past. I think one of our buzzwords this year has been, um, what's that word that Chris always uses, guys? It's whatever that word, precedence, precedence. That's his favorite word. And, you know, that's going to be eradicated. Like, I like precedence. It tells us where to go. It can be a map. It can be a guide, but it's not a limiting, it becomes a limiting factor um, in a lot of things that come into play. And I no longer think that, uh, you know, that's what WSA needs not what students need for the next hundred years. We need to be pushing ourselves outside of the box.
5: So I myself, um, I have worked as a lifeguard. I have worked as an intramural sports official. I have worked as a swim instructor. I am very good at working with people and managing, I don't wanna say problems, but disagreements we'll say. But on top of that, I've also been a foreign exchange student to Germany. Um, and I've studied other cultures and just very globally aware, uh, trying to be globally aware, trying to, you know, use my skills as from previous employments, using my Clifton strengths. I hope Kate Bates listens to this and gets excited when she hears that. Um, but really trying to help once we hear the student voices, execute how to, be- <laughs> execute how to best deliver. Um, and I think that's where I can really bring some of my abilities to the field. I'm very organized. Everyone <laughs> knows that at WSA, I get stuff done. And to have that ability to execute on what the students want is going to be very important. All
3: right, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, just what I, what, what I said in the chat, one thing in common with every, we all speak German. I like that with them. Um, uh, um, I believe that um, sh- uh, I'm the best um, uh, person for this position because uh, with my background, you know, as uh, someone who has served um, uh, the, uh, the student body back home, um, uh, I could bring a little bit of, of ideas as to what we were doing over there and what I found different from the uh, student government here and uh, over back there um, uh, as someone who has um, uh, um, I have the, the capacity to pretty much connect with people from different backgrounds. Um, you can send me to um, to Mexico and I'll be best friend with the president over there. You can send me to France and I'll be the best friend with the president over there. You can send me to uh, the Middle East, I'll be best friend with the, the, the king over there. You can send me wherever you want. I will be able to get the job done. Um, I'm not scared of what I do um, if I have to go somewhere and uh, get the job done. I'll get the job done. Um, uh, also, another thing is that uh, I am passionate about um, the world just in general. Um, I can see myself as being um, uh, the term is uh, cultural, culturally uh, my cultural coefficient is pretty high, seeing my background, and uh, also um, by me having to um, being. Um, Interested with with uh, what happens in the world, I have um, a lot of ideas as to how we can better um, uh, WSA. I kind of tried to talk with uh, Jacoby about the ideas that I have, and uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Jacoby you can you can go next.
2: Oh yeah, just for for the people listening and don't know um, where you're from, could you let them know?
3: Absolutely. So I am from Lubumbashi, which is a big mining town in the Democratic Republic of the Congo and uh, pretty much in the center of Central Africa. That's where I'm from. Um, people usually refer to me as Diamond Boy because uh, my city is pretty much a mining city. So you can call me Diamond Boy. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't even know that.
2: I'm going to change his contact information on my phone. Diamond <coughs> Boy <it is. laughs> But um, yeah, I wanted to touch on a couple things. I, I think the first off, uh, the word that Alexis mentioned, um, <laughs> precedence. I hate that word. I hate that word so much because it's just used as a limiting factor, and I don't like being limited. I like thinking outside the box. Um, so you know, if you know if if we do get the opportunity to continue serving our students, I'm gonna tell Chris not to use that word anymore because um, I don't want to deal with it uh, <laughs> because it's just, it, you know, it's, it stops, it stifles growth uh, and I think we really need to think, be thinking outside of the box. We, we have to be open to other ideas, not just what's been,
3: been before us. I'd say that, you know, it's
4: not while we are trying to take
2: an approach to to, to building off of what we already have, uh, I don't think that we're saying that um, we're stuck in that. I think that my experiences have uh, been outside of WSA for, for, for a, a lot of time. Um, I was involved in several aviation organizations as vice president, president, and just members. I've also been um, involved, I'm involved on the a board level of, of a, a 501c. Um, I'm, a, I'm a, a committee member, uh, so I got a lot of experience there. And then I've also served um, as a senator. I've also <coughs> served as uh, the choFO, which so I've de- dealt with the money. I've dealt with the inside, the internal logistics. And, and then I've dealt with being student body vice president, which is really, you know, the internal operation, the, the thick of it, if you will, outside of the presidency. So I would say that, uh, you know, those experiences make me the most qualified for this position. Uh, if you, uh, Eric mentioned Clifton Strings, if you look at mine, strategic is number one. And I think that that is a, a critical skill for this position, uh, for the positions that we're trying to attain. Uh, strategic and focus achiever command and relator those are those are my top five and, and focus uh, and achiever which means basically means that I don't give up uh, I mean I'll be honest, I don't sleep. <laughs> and most people that know me know i I really don't sleep um, but I am super passionate about working from fourth students uh, and continuing that uh, you should you should you should vote for somebody that's super passionate one two, that has great ideas, three, that has the energy to get them accomplished, and four, that can listen to you and help you in making your ideas come into fruition. And I we aim to do all of those. And I think our my top five, my experiences, only aid in, in making uh, just right the, the, the right choice. <laughs> uh, a little play on words, um, but you know, the last name is right. And and I think it fits in this case. I, I, I am right to represent our students. Um, lay it on with the cheese. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'll continue to say it. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm just super passionate. And I, I really want to continue the work for the students. And I think that's really what you need for somebody um, just seeking this position.
0: Right, we're getting close to time. But yeah, if everyone knows their Clifton strengths, and I should we provide context for what that is? I I feel like I could provide context, but I don't want to since yeah. You got it. You got it. I got it. Okay. Basically, a lot of different student organizations, uh, student media group included, uh, and clearly WSA. We basically met with Kate Bates at some point throughout the summer. Went over um, this exam, the Clifton strengths. Basically, take a test uh, and it lists your top five strengths at that point in time, and it really helps with like team building and uh, figuring out where you can utilize each of your strengths. So that's a little context on that and then i think Jacoby already mentioned his so let's go with eric alexis and jesse
5: thank you uh so my strengths are achiever analytical focus restorative and competition so i get stuff done and i don't get stopped
4: you know i think maybe mine is like getting stuff done but also being nice along the way and communicating with you about it um i have achiever futuristic focus competition and communication and i think uh I just want to touch on a little bit about competition for me. It's not about competition against other people. It's about me and making myself a better person. So, um, although I do like a good competition now and then too. So, this this has been filling my bucket.
3: My top five strengths are futuristic, discipline, individualization, um, competition, and then belief. I don't think um, one of you guys has uh, evoked um, belief, or maybe that was Jacoby. But yeah, guys, we need to believe. You should believe that you are able to do something, then you'll get it done. Then you'll achieve it. You know, It doesn't matter if you're an achiever or not, but if you believe it, you can do anything.
0: Should I, Ruby and I share ours as well? I feel like it's... I, I don't know. You I feel like it's your just top strengths. really side railing this whole conversation. <laughs> but uh, now I'm trying to remember mine. So I have uh, achiever adaptability. Uh, this is really bad. I should know this off the top of my head. Ideation, intellection, and strategic. So kind of in that same wheelhouse um, just more chaotic
1: (laughs) so um, mine are woo futuristic strategic achiever and input and I get a lot of hate for this because I like to think of it as I collect people and I have them on bookshelves and then I can utilize all of my connections to my advantage. So <laughs> that's, that's Kate just, Bates that's would just, hate that, but that's, that's how I think of it.
2: It's negotiation <laughs> in some form. Didn't you, didn't you get in trouble for saying bookshelf as a beginning of the year? I don't know. <laughs> she definitely knows. She definitely got in trouble because I definitely was mad that she put me on a shelf.
1: Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. You were definitely mad that I said that I keep I'll people on shelf? shelves. <laughs>
2: All right. Another is over by
0: exactly. shelves. So, something else I noticed uh and this is just like yeah, I don't know. Like y'all seem like homies and this is really strange to me. Not strange, just different from how typical election campaigns go and I I don't know if you want to talk into that, but that's just something I observed and I think it's pretty pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, I think I can chime in a little bit. I think it's I think it's that we both, both campaigns realize that it's not about us. Um, and I think that's, that's the most important thing to realize. Um, you know, that's, that's, why, that's why we pushed for, you know, them to be on the ballot. Uh, it's not about us, it's about the students. Um, it's, it's really about the students and, and, you know, we can't connect with the students being hardballs like we have to, you know, be with admin. Uh, on most occasions, we have to be able to code switch, if you will, um, because that's where the connection comes in. And, and I, I think by this podcast, I think we've definitely showed that, that we can connect with students. Uh, it's just that uh, we just have to, right? Um, I think that's I think that's a big piece for me of, of why we're so uh, why we're homies, uh, and we all we all are we're all friends. Uh, we work together all year. I mean. I worked with Taylor and I picked these other two people um, to to come on board uh, because they're they're really uh, they're well qualified they're they're excellent people Um, so I'm confident regardless of how the election goes that that will be in good hands Um, and and I think you know I think Alexis has shared the same regard and I think that's another reason why um, yeah why there's not a there's not there's no tension
4: yeah we might be Taco Bell but there's no beef (laughs) Um, I just think that we, sorry, I'm like laying it on with all this, but I just think like we've been working together all year. I'm currently writing legislation with Jesse. Like we um, have been working together and we all want what's best for the students. That's maybe something really unique this year as to past years is like not only are we all here for the students, but we're willing to put aside our differences to work for the students. Um, I don't know if I should even be saying this out loud but I was like this close to running with Jacoby so like it's like this is just how it is this is student leader land like we all have the same vision we all see what WSA can become and just want what's best for it and you know it's just we all want what's best for it and no matter who wins same boat as Jacoby like we're all capable and we're all willing to put in put in the work to make it happen
1: all right uh, before you log off I do want to let Everyone listening, know that if you enjoyed this little WSA hour, we do have the election debates happening this Wednesday, which will allow you to listen to some more of this banter. Um, At 6 p.m. Wednesday, the 17th, we have our vice presidential debates happening. Those will be live streamed on both our Instagram and our YouTube And then at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, the 17th, we'll have our presidential debates. So Alexis and Jacoby, they'll be debating each other. Um, Again, that'll be live streamed on our Instagram and on our YouTube. And then um, elections start at 8 a.m. next Monday. So (laughs) if you really want to wake up early and get your vote in, 8 a.m. Monday, through 5 p.m. Friday the 26th and uh, the link will be on our Instagram and also when you get on to uh, Experience WMU it'll be on there.
0: Go ahead Jacoby or I don't know are we doing closing remarks let's do some closing remarks because this is I'm looking at the chat and then I'm realizing no one actually said that.
2: (laughs) Closing remarks I said one sentence now I got to think of more than one sentence. (laughs) Um. Vote. Yeah, vote, vote. That that's that's super important. Um, I was gonna say, if if we can do all of what we have done during a pandemic, imagine what we can do outside of a pandemic. Um, you know, I I, I won't definitely if you know if chosen. They're, the other two people are, are gonna be on the team in some capacity. Um, I, if I have to drag them up and down the sidewalk um, to, to coerce them, uh, they're, they're gonna be on the team. but they're passionate student leaders, so I won't have to do that. Um, so so I, I'm super excited, super passionate. Uh, I hope to continue working for the students, uh, you know, serving as student body vice president. I hope uh, people see that um, as, a, as a catapult um, to the next position. Um, you know, as somebody that's been a dedicated student leader, um, I, I think I, I'm best fit to represent you, and I, uh, I'm really uh, excited for the future and where we can go together, all students.
4: I don't know how to follow up with that. That was pretty great. Um, great sentiments. You're, you know, Jacoby, you might have to drag me up the VDC sidewalk. <laughs> Just kidding. i very excited about uh, being part of WSA and, you know, coming on board and seeing what WSA could be this year, and, you know, navigating it through a pandemic. How do you Take on a new role in a new organization and um, I would say not only exceed at it but excel at it and so I've been very fortunate to come into a really great cohesive team hope to build one if I am selected as the next president um, but more importantly is just going back to seeing the WSA that you want to be rep- like representing you at the end of the day um, for us it's recognizing that WSA has massive privileges we have seats at the table we need to start filling them with people outside of our own organization and um, I do think they even know that Eric and I are the best candidates to do that. So check us out at WMU4US on Instagram. We'd love to have you um, and come see what we're about.
5: I'll just back up everything Alexis said. We are going to represent our students to the best of our capacity. We will meet with you. We're not gonna be hiding our faces. You'll see us on campus and you'll see us around if we are elected, even if we aren't, we'll still be around <laughs> in some capacity um, because at the end of the day, the election while deciding who will be the next president and VP will not decide who will make change, because that is a collective effort. Um, So thank you very much for your time. Like Alexa said, please check us out on WMU for us and for your conscience.
2: And I'll just jump in with our um, Instagram handle is just right. It's D is in Delta J E S S. (laughs) w-r-i-g-h-t <laughs> underscore wmu um yeah there's a lot there uh, yes delta because i'm an aviation student <laughs> but yeah check us out there uh, just right underscore wmu uh we would love to, to to see you and engage with you and collaborate
0: awesome so yeah you can check that uh actual debate?
1: Yep, 6 p.m. Wednesday for the vice presidential debate and 8 p.m. Wednesday for the presidential debate.
0: And uh, we'll see you next time.